Okay, we're back. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I'm back. Hello. I want to be buried with my watches all around me. That's all I care about. Not true, but I do love watches. I love the way they look. I love the way they feel. I love what they do that you actually have something on your wrist or in your pocket that actually keeps time and it's a little machine. I think that's amazing. And the better quality ones, they run and run and run. And the technology goes back hundreds of years, which is amazing. With all the new technology, they still haven't beaten mechanical watches. Pretty amazing. Okay, so this is uh, your host, your guide on our journey, Lee Jackson, America's Finest Watchman, here with you again. Again and again and again. You just can't get rid of me. I'm like a bad penny. I just keep turning up. Okay, so what I'm trying to do is gauge the market for you. I'm looking to see what's available. I'm in the $4,000 range. We've been talking about Vacherons, and I'm going to continue. Okay, here's a really good one. This is one they have copied. I'm trying to see if this is an original or the copy. This looks original. It's a very cool Vacheron. It's a long tank. They call it like a flared case. It's really interesting. It's got a crystal that is multifaceted. It's got a dial that is like a bow tie dial, kind of. It's got like uh, broken into four triangles. Yeah, four triangles put together. And the two on the sides are a little darker than the center ones are a little lighter. So it's very cool. It's and it looks big. It's got a beautiful, really, it's definitely 50s. You just look at the design, it's that space age type stuff that I really think is cool. Um, it's a tank, it is marked Vacheron Constantine on the inside. It's a 435 movement, it's an early movement, very good movement. So, this is probably 40s or 50s. Uh, there is a reference number, and unless I'm crazy, they have remade this watch under the historic line. Um, 17 joules, caliber 435. They're saying it's 50s. It's a very, it's a um, dial. Okay, I think it's been restored. Overhanging elements on the side, faceted crystal. Very cool piece. It's 37 and a half millimeters by 22. So it's very thin and very long. So it's beautiful size. I would love it. So those of you that want to know what I want for Christmas, that's it. <laughs> that's what I want. That's what I want. And you could get it for me right now. I, I wouldn't say no. I'd say thank you. <laughs> so don't ever think that I'm uh, impossible to buy for. I'm not. Okay, here's an interesting piece. It is a Vacheron with teardrop lugs. It's that little design that you see a lot of these in 14 karat. They have long teardrop lugs, small round case. This one is in stainless. Now remember, Vacherons in stainless are not as expensive. They don't hold their value as well as gold. Neither does 14 karat. 18 karat, for some reason, is much more desirable. I don't know, because I've got stainless. I have a stainless Vacheron. I love it. It's a dress watch. Stainless. Gorgeous. This one, they have changed the colors of the dial to a two-tone dial, which is a very interesting look. It's like a dark salmon with a white center. Yeah, it's kind of a not a great, not a great redial. When you look at the redial and you can look at all the little 
um, sharp lines and stuff and they look kind of mushy, that's not good. Like the name doesn't look crisp and sharp. And it's got that really cool little hat for a crown, which I really like. That little uh, Chico hat. Very cool. Um, what's the movement? Does The movement does not have a number. I mean, I'm sorry. It does have a, a movement number. It doesn't have a movement style number. Usually in a box on Vacherons, there's a little number in the box. And it tells you what the movement is. This one doesn't have that. So what that tells me is it's much older. It's a fourth. 431,000. So let's see. I can find it. 431,000. Give me the date. Um, here we go. Let's see if I can get one of these things. I told you it's not hard to find these lists that have the numbers. It's not hard. Here they are. Okay. So 435, I think I said, is between 35 and 40. So my guess is it would be late, middle to late 30s. So that's a nice one. But it's smaller. I'm going to give you a size here in a minute because I already know. I just look at it. It doesn't look small in the picture. It looks fine. So you would jump on it. But that's why I tell you, you got to be very careful. And the more you see these things, the more you get acclimated, the more you know the good, the bad, and the ugly. Okay, so here we go. Uh, yeah, 29.55 millimeter diameter. That's under 30 millimeters. That's very small. But the lugs are long. So if you go from lug to lug, it's 38 millimeter long with 16 millimeter lug openings. And that's bad too. In the old days, 16 millimeter bands were very common. Today, a 16 millimeter band is a woman's band. So it's hard to find replacement bands for men in 16 millimeter. Plus they look thin. They look not, they look narrow. They don't look good. So my suggestion is 17 is the minimum I would go with. And I don't even like 17. 18 is really it. So you got to take all that into consideration because you're going to be sorry down the line and you will have spent a lot of money. Okay, so let's keep going. I'm seeing tanks. I'm at $4,000. Square, tank, rounds, all 40s. I'm looking for newer stuff at that price. So what I'm really trying to do is I'm trying to figure out where does the better stuff start? You know, what kind of money do you have to get to um, to get the better stuff? So here we go. So I'm at uh, 4,000. I'm still seeing pocket watches, still seeing manual wines. I mean, you got to be choosy. You got to be choosy. The caliber of the movement also tells you, gives you an idea of the year too. Like the 1,001, 1,002, 1,003, those are very thin, very good movements. Very nice. Okay, I'm seeing more pockets. I'm seeing more 50s. I'm looking for more modern stuff to give you an idea. Because do you want to spend 4500 for an old Vacheron? Or would you rather get something newer for that kind of money or something uh, different? Let me take a look at this one. This is a... Mm, the dial's a mess. No, dial's no good. I didn't want to go there. I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend it because you got to redial it dial's real bad on that one okay here's a nice piece a round vacheron that has a beautiful integrated bracelet solid gold black dial which is not my favorite it has a rope bezel of gold and the band looks almost like ropes it's very nice it's but it's small 31 millimeters so you gotta take that into consideration of a small watch so a woman could actually wear it um Let's see, 31 millimeters, so it's small. 
and how long is it? Uh, it's 75 grams, which is pretty good. Six and a half inch wrist. So that's going to let a lot of guys out of this because most men, their wrist is seven and a half and up. So you cannot add to this and make it look good. It would look bad. So that's probably not in the running. Probably not. But what I'm trying to do is find newer and what kind of price point? Here's a really interesting one. What in the hell is this? This is probably 70s. It's like a Vacheron white gold nugget watch. Very cool. Very ugly. But you know, sometimes things that are really ugly are beautiful again. It's like a basket weave design. It's very wide where the watch, where the face is. It's got dagger hands. It's definitely 70s. Strange looking 70s. They want 4,900. It's probably worth that because of the gold weight alone, which is a lot. I could just tell it's heavy. That's another thing you want to weigh the watch in your hand or get ask what the grams of the watch is so you get an idea. And when you get the number, it's going to include the movement. So you got to also put that into your thinking cap too. Um, okay, well, I'm at five grand and I'm still out in the boonies here. I see one of their tank watches. Remember we talked about this, their little tank watches they have with the very thick bezel, the wide bezel. And here's one with a band. I don't know if it's original, but they want 4,900. And it's, uh, this one's got a Florentine design and the band is too. Let's see if the band's original. Yeah. Band's marked Vacheron, but it's got a lot of wear to it. Like the buckle, which was Florentine is like worn down. So that's not good. And you could have it redone. It would cost you hundreds to redo the gold to make it look good again. So if you were to buy that, you would have to put that into your thinking that mm, not that easy. Take some work. Okay, so I'm past that. And I'm seeing a purse watch. I'm seeing another Vacheron with an integrated bracelet from the 70s, kind of a TV looking dial, 5,000. Pockets. I still haven't got to the new stuff. So I'm gonna go. Here's another Vacheron. Same kind of dial. It's a tank. It's got that dark coral with the white center. It looks odd. It, it doesn't look right. It just doesn't look original. That's the other thing. You can come up with any color you want. But is it going to look good? Or is it going to look bad? I mean, you don't want it to look bad because what good is that? You know? What good is it? You don't want it to look bad. You want it to look good. So like if I'm going to redial something, restore it, I think long and hard. What do I want this to really look like? Do I want it to look wild? Do I want it to look like original from the 40s or 50s? Do I want to make it look modern? What exactly do I want it to look like? That's a real stupid but good question. I mean, it's something that you really need to ask yourself. What do I want this to look like? And am I happy with it the way it looks now? I don't know that you are or aren't, honest to God. I really don't. I know what I would say. Um, it's this one company that seems to redial all their dials with those colors. It's this dark, um, kind of a coral color, but dark. I'm trying to get back to it again. I'm kind of, uh, I kind of lost my place. So let me try again. What did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? <laughs> what did I do wrong? Bad, bad, bad boy. Whoa. Okay, well, I've got to find it again because I want to 
continue where I was. Okay, here's a gorgeous watch. I mean, gorgeous. It's a patrimony, but it's got the hands that go back. They fly back hands, they call them. You have hands that are pointing to numbers at the top half of the watch only. One for the hour, one for the minute, and they fly back. Really cool. $33,000. You heard me. $33,000. Okay, so I'm at I'm at the middle fives. I'm still seeing the same stuff that you can get in the twos and threes. And that's the whole point of this exercise is what's available and what are they trying to get? Now, here's a historique. It's a copy of an old Vacheron. As a matter of fact, it's a copy of the one we just talked about a little bit ago that was that stainless steel with the teardrop lugs and the small head. A copy of it. Imagine that. They started making them again in the 90s. And this one's in gold. Guarantee it's going to be bigger because they're not stupid. They made them bigger. See, 38 millimeter. Of course, they redid it, but they made it much bigger. Um, it has a 16 millimeter strap, which is BAD. Uh, it has a Vacheron Tang buckle. That's nice. You get that Vacheron buckle is worth a couple hundred dollars all by itself because it's solid gold. But they want a lot of money for this. So remember, if you buy something that's a copy by Vacheron, the history collection, you're going to get a modern watch as far as what's inside. And the other thing you're going to get that I think is really worth it is you're going to get a sapphire crystal. Remember, you go to those old crystals, those old watches, they either are plastic or glass. This would be sapphire. Won't scratch. Looks really good. Makes It, it brings more depth to the look of the watch. Really cool. Um, yes, sapphire. I was right. Sapphire crystal. So this would be a good one. If I were going to buy, this would be a beauty. It's a dress watch, but it's beautiful. It's got a nice buckle on it too. Got a nice band crocodile, like a Havana colored crocodile band. Very nice. Very nice, baby. Very nice. Okay. So we're going to have to take a break here in a second and I will be back. I know. I know. You want me to leave? Okay. Bye. See you later. Be right back. I'm not leaving. I'm staying right here. I have all this amazing info in me that's got to get out. I can't help it. It just takes me over and tells me you must share. You must tell everybody how fun you are. <sighs> okay, so let's keep going because we've got about 50 minutes left. All right, here's a killer piece. Okay, here we go. This is something I would jump on, but not for this price. Not for this price. It's too much. And yes, it could be worth it, but not to me. It's a round Vacheron Constantine. Looks like uh, it's somewhere in the 60s. Plastic crystal, thick lugs. Nice. And it's automatic. They want 5,500. Who is it? Let's see if I know who it is. No. But you got to also look at everybody's ratings and so on. Okay, so it's got a nice band. It's got a screw on back. Let's take a look at the movement. Is it bumper or is it rotor? Oh, see, they're not showing you the movement. Okay, so here we go. In my considered opinion, you're paying that kind of money, unless I'm going to warranty it to you that it's all original, it's going to run, and if anything goes wrong, we'll 
excuse me, we'll fix it. I wouldn't touch this. You can't see the movement. You don't know the condition. You don't know if it's bumper. You don't know if it's rotor. You don't know anything. So my first question to them was, do you have pictures of the movement? What's the number? What's the caliber? How many joules? And that's important. This is a very plain, but it looks like a Calatrava, a little bit chunkier to me. But this is a watch you'd wear every day. I'm telling you, automatics you need to wear every day anyhow. But a Vacheron automatic, very rare. Not the newer ones, the older ones. Um, here's a beauty. This is a beauty. Somebody put a lot of time and effort in this. It is gorgeous. It's an 18 karat rose gold Vacheron. Looks like 50s. It's got uh, stick markers. Could be 60s. But it's got these big ram's horn lugs. No, this 50s. It's got the Chico hat for the crown. It's got a, it's a very cool look. I mean, if I showed you this, you've seen it in other watches before. This, this kind of design is very cool. And it's really rose gold, really red rose gold. And if you're in love with rose gold like yours truly is, it's a keeper. Okay, it's a 453 movement. It's in excellent condition. I'm looking at it. It's in beautiful shape. 17 joules. See, Vacherons were 17 joules and Paddocks were 18. What's the difference? Not much. Not really. But they're asking a lot of money. The dial's perfect. It's a silver dial. It looks probably been redone. Let me take a look. Let's take a look at the dial. Uh, the dial looks like it's been redone. Yeah, it has to be. It's too clean. It's beautiful, though. So this is the way I like my watches. Clean. I don't want them to look old. I remember I got a Vacheron and the dial was a white dial was so discolored, so dark that I wore it for one day. I went, it looks like a piece of crap. I don't want to wear it. And I had it redone. And instead of white now, and it's got, it's rose gold. And it's got rose gold applied numbers. It's a matte black, which means non-shiny. Like sometimes you see these fancy cars and they get these uh, vinyl wraps on them, you know, real expensive cars and they don't shine anymore. They're like dull looking, but really cool. That's what that looks like. It's really cool. And believe me, I thought about it and thought about it. What would go with a rose gold case? The one I really think looks great with a rose gold case is a really bright medium blue. Really beautiful design together. Oh my gosh. I used to see Frank Mueller's like that with a really beautiful rose colored case and a bright medium blue dial. What a combo. And I thought about that and I said, you know, this, it won't look original. It'll look too modern if I do that. So I went with the matte black. It looks fantastic. Love that watch. Okay, let's keep going. Um, now here's an interesting one. Rare Vacheron Constantine Geneva, 18 karat gold watch, circa 1940s, 100% original. Uh, now, to me, it does not look like 40s. I may be wrong. Let's see what, the, yeah, the movement's a 1003. That's a 60s movement. And it's had a little bit of uh, somebody messing with it. The screws look kind of nasty. Yeah, so this has got an integrated, like, bubbles, gold bubble bracelet. Very cool piece. But of course they're wrong. But see, that works in your favor. And it's stamped Vacheron, the, the uh, buckle stamped Vacheron. It's a beautiful watch. Beautiful. It almost looks like 40s, but it's not. It's a very, somebody I think redid this dial. It's got very skinny hands. Yeah, the dial might be original. 
It doesn't have the Vacheron symbol. That tells me right away it's pre-1970s. This person thinks it's 40s. They don't know what they're talking about. It's not 40s. But if I get the number, which they're not showing, I can tell you what it is. So let's try that. Let me go and see if I can find the number on the, on the movement. Okay, there's the number. Let's see if I can read it. 539, I think it is. I think it's 539. So let me look it up. I know I'm not wrong. 539 is somewhere between 1955 and 1960. So, hey, I'm pretty damn close. It's closer to 60 than it is to 55. So it's probably late 50s, and it's a beauty. There's nothing wrong with it. It's a beauty. I like it. But the next thing we have to look at is the length of the bracelet. So let me go back, take a look. We'll look at the bracelet. Let's see what they say, because if you get the wrong size, you're so screwed. First of all, the case is 32 millimeters, so it's very small. Seven and a half inch wrist size, so that's good. It's been fully serviced. I mean, if they serviced it, they should know the date. You know? You have people that say they're experts, and they don't even know what the date of the damn thing is. But it, I like it. I like the design. But it, I don't know. It's not my speed. I don't like all gold. I don't wear all gold. Okay, here's a nice one. An 80s, kind of a squarish tank, automatic. 18 karat. Let's see what's in there. Let's open her up. Okay, it's a very plain dial. It's got the date at 3 o'clock. It doesn't have any markers on the dial. Dagger hands. It's classy looking, actually. But I'd like to see what it says inside. Okay, so here's the inside. Okay, so it's a rotor movement. It's a Vacheron signed case, rotor movement. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, it's nice, nice, nice. Beautiful. I always want an automatic Vacheron or Paddock, so this is a nice one. I don't know what the caliber is. I can't really read it. Yeah, but any automatic, if it's original with Vacheron or Paddock, that's worth a lot more money. So that's a nice one, but it's a dressy one. It's not something that I could wear every day, like no big deal. It's kind of dressier. So as we go up the line, as we have our fun, I'm actually looking for better. I keep seeing the same kind of things. Now, another thing to talk about with older Vacherons is, do you want a sweep second or do you want the second hand at six o'clock in its own little register? Because they have both. And that's something you may want. Do you want the numbers? In the, 40, in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, Vacheron put these solid gold numbers on their dials. I think it's cool. It's very utilitarian, but very cool. Does that appeal to you? Okay, here, I'm in love. I'm in love. This is a beauty. Oh, this is gorgeous. This is, here, we, now you're talking. But let me see the size because I got a feeling it's really small. No, it's big. Okay. This is a deal. Vacheron costing to know. Remember, I love to know. 18 karat gold circa 2000. It's got a beautiful, like a cream-colored textured dial. It's got modern gold-applied numbers, not the old Vacheron style. It's got a beautiful signed back Vacheron Constantine. It's got the Vacheron buckle and pin, which is worth a couple hundred right there. Let's see what, no movement. They're not opening it, but, so that's not good. 
Um, size is 42 by 32. That's big and that's beautiful. See, now you're talking. This is modern. 20 jewels. Um, well, it's a later Vacheron movement. It says it's 2000. I don't think it's quite that new, but it's a beautiful design dial. Just gorgeous. See, this is something that looks, you could get away with buying this at 5,800. Knew this watch would probably be 14,000 or more. And it's a to no shape and it's big and it's solid gold. It's got a beautiful dial, cream colored dial with gold applied numbers and stick hands. And to me, if I'm going to spend the money, this is where I'm going. So I don't need the older stuff I can get. I don't need to spend this kind of money for the older stuff. No, sorry. don't need that. I want this. So I'm in love. Gorgeous. I love old ones, but I also love new ones. Okay, so we're in that market now when we're in the high fives because here's another newer one. A historique. I've, I know the originals to this. It's got the Vacheron Constantine done in a semicircle at the top. It's got the original gold applied numbers from the 40s and 50s. They've reproduced them here. And it, this thing looks like brand new. Textured cream dial again. Um, let's see what it says. It says 1990s. It's a small case, 32 millimeters, so it's too small. Um, the caliber is 1132. Yeah, it's too small, but it's a beauty. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love it, but it's too small for me. A woman could wear it very easily. Women wear much larger watches these days. Much, much larger. Okay, so what I'm really trying to get to here's a very cool piece let's talk about this this is kind of cool a pocket watch that went to the core of engineers and it says it right on the dial it's a porcelain dial with applied luminous paint and hands it's probably teens it says core of engineers usa vacheron constantine so why would they give the core of engineers a pocket watch made by vacheron why because it's accurate it's really good and the movement is gorgeous. Oh, what a gorgeous. This is an expansive early movement. Beautiful. Oh, my God. This is great. But remember, you won't be able to wear it every day. It's a pocket watch. But it's really a nice piece. If I was a true collector of Ashron, had unlimited funds, that one I would snap up because you're not going to see too many of those. They gave them to the core engineers because Vacheron was the creme de la creme at that time. And that's what they gave people because they want them to keep accurate time. Okay, so I'm near 6,000 now. I thought we'd get further at 6,000. And there's a lot of more modern watches I'm seeing, but what I'm really looking for is more complicated. Okay, here's that same case again, that weird case with the textured everything. Now, this one's really weird. Yeah, this is a strange, like an atomic-looking case. Very cool. But I see the Vacheron symbol, so it tells me it's newer. It's not that old. They want 6,200. Uh, it's, a, it's a small case, 21 by 28. Yeah, it's too small. Yeah, it's early. Yeah, it's too small. Sorry. Remember, in those days, they made men smaller, I guess. I don't know. What else can I say? What else can I say? What I'm really was trying to find is where the complications start. And I still haven't even hit them. And I'm at 6,500. Here's a gorgeous watch for a woman. Now, this is a great one. It's called a Malta, which is where Vacheron supposedly comes from, the Isle of Malta. 
and it's a beautiful dress watch. Absolutely stunning. If I can, I just lost it. Let me find it again. Here it is. It's an integrated brick bracelet. It's a round head with diamonds all the way around the bezel, diamonds on the dial, diamonds on the lugs. Beautiful piece. I mean, sometimes older stuff, because this is probably 80s or 90s, it is quartz. They want 6,500, but I got to tell you, it's a beauty, especially if you don't want an older watch for a woman. It's got a brick bracelet, kind of like a Cartier bracelet. It's a beautiful design. I mean, very feminine and gorgeous. It's dressy. You know, you got to go and, uh, you know, wear it out on a black tie event or something. Let's see how big it is. 22.5. It's small. It's very petite for a beautiful petite lady, but boy, is it pretty. Like, remember uh, Paddock had the La Flamme? This is their, this is Vacheron's answer. So before we end this episode, because I don't, I might have to keep going. Um, here's a 1930 tank. Ooh, is it beautiful and pink gold, but they want a lot of money. But it's been completely redone. Looks brand spanking new. Beautiful. Rose hands, rose mark. Oh, yeah, it's got it's got uh, Roman numerals in there, a little discolored, but the rest of it's perfect, so I don't know what happened. I really don't. Let's see what the movement looks like. Uh, it's, movement's in gorgeous shape. I mean, this thing's in really good shape. Really good. 1930, they say. I don't know if it's quite that old, but it is beautiful. Probably 30s. Okay. Um... Before I sign off, I wanted to find some complicated pieces and give you an idea. So I'm seeing pocket watches still.